Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. 7 a.m. Express. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordan Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And today we have a very special guest. Hi. Say your name. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I th- sorry, I we didn't tell you. Me. <laughs> oh, uh, Millie Tamirez. Sorry, yes, yes, sorry, yes, listeners. Yes. We really messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> Millie's fantastic. She's a comedian. She's a writer. She's just performer, just a brilliant person. Oh, and thank you guys. we wanted an excuse to hang out with her, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and what and an excuse. <laughs> what an excuse. What better excuse than uh, yes, this trauma, is, trauma bonding. It's um, a quite amazing film called Shallow Howl from 2001, directed by Peter and Bobby Ferrelli. You know, Peter Ferrelli, known for, you know, directing Green Book. <laughs> That Oscar winning. Oh film. shit! It's the same guy. I didn't yes, even know that. it yeah. is the same guy. Um, written by Peter Bobby Frelli and Sean Moynihan, and starring then Jack Black and Gwyneth Paltrow, Jason Alexander, and uh, a lot of others. I mean, Tony Robbins is there, and Tony I think Robbins. that is notable. Oh Tony Robbins. Tony is Robbins. There. He's not just there for a cameo. He's like in the movie, which is yeah, something. He's, he's yeah. He's yeah. He's he's there. Um, and and I mean, yeah, they're all there doing whatever you want to call this. Um, acting. Uh, acting. Acting. Yes. Um, it's it's. Before we started recording, Jordan was saying uh, she was she was reading up a bit about uh, the Ferrelli brothers' vision, and apparently, uh, they they wanted to do a movie that was emotional and yes. about something. This is a film that came from the heart, which like Green Book. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think they need to stop fixing things because yeah. they're making it worse. <laughs> Way worse. I I can't believe like this was just a two-hour-long fat joke, and not even, like, a good one. It's, like, was really bad. I don't know. I'm, like, at a loss for words. It's, like, a gratuitous... It's, like, it's like uh, listening to a guy at an open mic make a fat joke for two hours. Yeah. Um. So, the film starts with, um, you know, we've got Molly Shannon, Mom, uncredited. Of course, because why would Molly Shannon want to be credited in this movie? She was, uh, even, like, then, she was like, no. On, as Hal's mom, and then, like, um, dying Bruce McGill dad, who is a reverend, apparently. Uh, so Hal's dad is a dying reverend. It's weird, because, like, religion doesn't really factor into anything about yeah, Hal. So what's even the point of him being a reverend? Reverend. Yeah, I thought that was weird, too, because I didn't remember that from seeing the movie years ago. And then it was, like, very pronounced at the beginning, and then it didn't matter. It means almost nothing. Like, <laughs> it's just, he's dying, and um, the the doctor is like, hey, you maybe don't want your son to talk to him. He's kind of losing his memory. And Molly Shannon's like, no, I want my son to talk to him. And so little, little Jack Black goes in, and... His dad tells him to not marry for love because he loved Hal's mother and it was horrible. And 
so just marry a hot little number with nice cans, you know, some good poontang. Yeah, he uses the word poontang <laughs> on his deathbed, which is just like, why didn't he die sooner? That was yeah, my takeaway. This is very 2000s in that um, it's all about the tits. And right now we're in an ass period. So but it's also, also the boobs dated. in this movie are not. They're Impressive. just all hard nipples. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of small, hard nipples. Well, they're very small boobs and hard nipples because it's like a very uh, heroin chic. Every everyone looks like they need to, like I, feel I don't like know. I don't want to say. I like, feel like all of the women. Like, everybody came. doesn't look like they're feeding themselves enough. Yeah, I feel like oh. they all came from like the eyes wide shut set. Like they just like left eyes wide shut and they were like, "What other movies can we do?" Yeah. Those eyes wide shut is full of incredibly skinny women. Like all I remember is skinny women, small boobs, white, bush. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. one of the main. I, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. You never watched Eyes Wide Shut? Oh, I know yeah. the concept, but like, it's or not it's, even the concept, but I know like the party thing. I think you didn't. I like. I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but I feel like it's like worth seeing. You know, well, it's like about orgies. No, it's, it's like it's about like a marriage that is like falling apart, but they instead of like talking to each other about what's wrong, like Tom Cruise goes on a sex adventure and meanwhile like and Nicole Kidman just like sits at home and just like fantasizes about a guy that she never actually fucked. And <laughs> Yeah, and this was, like, while they were married, like, right before it's their real-life divorce. So, like, there's, like, all of that uh, emotional tension in the movie. But Ice One Shot also has, like, the the best, like, ending conversation ever where, like, Tom Cruise is like, okay, well, now that we've had all our adventures, what should we do? And she's like, isn't it obvious? We should fuck. And then the movie ends. So it's pretty much a movie about how you need to fuck even if you're married. <laughs> But it takes like two hours to get there, and like literally, like literally, the Illuminati has to get involved for them to realize maybe we should fuck each other again. I love. I mean, Eyes Wide Shut is a beautiful movie, like beautiful to look at, but like the substance is white people don't talk to each other. Yeah, (laughs) which I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I what I found. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, What I found about this movie that was interesting was that you know. Jack Black has, like, trauma from his dad telling him to, like, be shallow. And then, like, he's super shallow. And then he ends up in an elevator with uh, Tony Robbins. And then, like, just by talking, like, has a breakthrough and his life is fixed. Like, I really feel like this is what people think therapy is. And not just, like, years of work and, like, little breakthroughs. It's like you talk to somebody once and then everything's fine. They like cast a spell on you yeah. or like or like if they don't cast a spell, they like, yeah, they, they just hand you a breakthrough. And it's not like you unteasing your childhood for years, <laughs> like trying to figure out why you are well, the way you are. Obviously, you just run into Tony Robbins and he's just tall and apparently you know, like supposedly has like a giant dick or something. And he just like tells you what to do. Yeah. I wonder if he's still with the same woman from this movie. Because they're. Because he like referenced her. Anyway, Tony Robbins. I'm gonna look up some Any Tony Robbins makes stuff. Tony Robbins looks good. Look good. Is fucking weird. <laughs> he, like, That's true. At a, he yelled at a woman, and like he got me tooed very recently. I think I heard about that. I don't really know the full yeah, story. Yeah, I'm, I'm now, looking up some Robin Tony Robbins stuff. Uh, leaked records reveal Tony Robbins berated abuse victims 
And former followers, wait, 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 where is it? Former followers accuse him of sexual advances. Exactly. And this was the, like, hero of the fucking movie. Yeah, like, he was, like, the, the guy who was, like, you know, if you're looking for a partner, you should think about who they are. And not just, like, well, you know, what their well, feet see, look like or how their tits are shaped. So Hal gets dumped at the beginning. Well, it's a weird it's a weird scene because they go on one date, apparently, and then he's like, okay, I'm going out with this girl. And then he goes to see her. And what is the girl's name? I, my notes, her name was Jill. Erica for the longest time. And Jill. then at some Oh, yeah, Jill. And then at some point I correct myself and say Jill. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. It's a white girl name. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a Shutterstock model get name, and then, like. And so Jill is just like, well, I'm, I'm not attracted to you, so I don't want to go out with you anymore. And Hal's just like, when has that ever stopped anyone? Why does that matter? Yeah, Hal goes. Yeah, it's weird. You think everyone who dates is attracted to each other? There's like a lot of weird consent stuff of like saying no and like dancing with women that don't want to dance with you. Oh, do you want to hold the mic, Millie? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you want to hold the mic. I can't. Can I? Yes, you can hold the mic. <laughs> yeah. I like your nails. Thank you. Yeah, just Birthday hold it like very we, Listeners, you can't see her nails, but they're really good. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Birthday nails. Yeah, no, it, it start like the movie starts with him like dancing with women in clubs and not even like they're they don't want to dance with him. And he's just like dancing like on them, grinding. He's, he's dancing at them. Yeah, it's not even grinding because there's not even that Jason much coordination. Jason Alexander is also doing it. Jason Alexander in this movie with one of the worst toupees I've ever seen. Like, at least John Travolta wears lace fronts. Yeah, like, no, this <laughs> was bad. This was like spray painted or something. Yeah, right? yeah, no, it, it definitely looked like it was just spray painted. It was real bad. Well, you know, he's got so it's just like he's got these high standards. He goes to he goes to work. He talks to his friends, including his like tenacious D bandmate and another person it really doesn't matter who anyone is in this movie also most of the characters are played by more than one person so that makes it even more confusing yeah yeah, it's <laughs> yeah no it's, it's hard to keep up and and his friends are like basically like like he tells them oh my neighbor broke up with me and they're like oh you weren't really dating you hung out maybe once which like i was on their side and then they were just like oh I, you're shallow because you date like the woman, the woman's like, "Oh, you date girls, like, or no, you date molecules, like together." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then she was like, "Yeah, you know, just because they have," t- she said something like really like degrading women. And it, I mean, I hate the concept of this movie that it's like, if you're beautiful, you are ugly inside, like, and that kind of thinking has really damaged so many people because. It makes you think that the only people that are ugly inside are beautiful people when there's so many <laughs> ugly there's people. So many. There's, so so <laughs> there's so many people that I date that I'm like, okay, this guy's obviously like kind of ugs, but you know, like, <laughs> this guy's like going to treat me good because he's ugly and he's oh a fucking god. asshole. Oh my god. And I'm like, I have been scammed. Yeah. So what am I with you for? You're a dick <laughs> and you're ugly. Yeah. What the hell? You cannot be both. <laughs> oh my god. You can't be ugly, an asshole, and your dick is trash. Like I mean, like like it comes in twenty seconds. Like what are we doing? Here? You have to pick one. Oh my god. Well, I, think I mean, no, that's true. Like in college, I uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like whereas, like oh, you're safe. Like you think like. Nope. There's no safe people. I've never, <sighs> I've never 
dated anyone that I thought was ugly, but I mean not I ugly, mean, not ugly, but, but like, where but okay, one of those things where you're like, I'm not you super sick. attracted to this person, mm-hmm. but there's other things about them that I like, but then they end up being shitty to you, and then you're like, you're not. I wasn't even that attracted to you. Yeah, it's like you turn uh. into like an angry cat caller, but they're the one who's being shitty. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's also too like, I mean, a lot of times on Tinder. I'll be like, okay, this guy's like, okay, but he seems like he could be nice, you know? Like, I would like exactly. to date him You're like, for I'm a not long gonna, term. I'm not going to rule him out just because I'm not, like, stunned by a photo yeah. because, like, he might be really awesome. He might what? be really awesome. And then and then you, and then you, the, the first text is, come over and suck my dick right now. And it's like, no, that's not it's what like, you wow. are here for. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, as, as women, we are trained to be like, well, you know, we got to look inside a man. Like, we can't just... Which, unfortunately, is pretty dismal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, there's nothing inside, and they've done no work or self-reflection <laughs> or perspective or, like, have anything. So it's like, <laughs> fuck, dude. And then, like, uh, our, like in, in the inverse, I, like, did this, like, branded content for some media thing with some male strippers. Yeah. And... They were so fucking nice. Like, yeah. they were so nice and genuine. And I mean, that's probably part of the charm, too. But, like, they, this one guy was like, yeah, you know, because I was like, how do you... Because they were, like, on a bus. And they yeah. tour from town to town. And then I'm like, how do you maintain your diet on tour? Because that's super hard. And it's like, yeah, well, you can make anything in a crock pot. I made apple pie once. And he said it so sincerely. Like, oh the super above stripper guy. That's so cute. And I'm like, he is so nice. Like... How can, like, there's so many, like, ugly ass guys who would never yeah. even cook something for themselves, be sincere about a recipe, and, like, uh, like oh, God. Anyway. What's the stripper's name? Um, magic. Where's he at? He's, like, a cowboy. Which are you cowboy strippers, him? You need to cowboy be doing Cowboy strippers this. are not even my thing, but, like, yeah. after meeting him, and he was so nice and genuine, he's yeah. like, you know, like, I just want to go back to my horses. Like, oh that's what... So, like, he has, like, a ranch okay, in Montana. Okay, this is your hallmark uh, romantic <laughs> comedy where I you know. meet, like, the cowboy like stripper and he's going to have, like, a really big dog and, Honestly, like, a son. the hallmark channel was, like, did, like, an open call for scripts. I feel like we could all get paid. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> they're they're not so going to be worse than what's out there. I'm oh. so ready. Oh, no. I've watched, I watch hallmark movies when I'm very, very sad and they are just... Oh, yeah. So incredibly sterile. I saw a tattoo once. Like, I saw a woman with a tattoo once, and I was like, how did she get on the Hallmark channel? Like, it was terrifying. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, you know what? I'm, I'm blurring Hallmark and Lifetime. Lifetime are, like, Hallmark movies, but incredibly trauma like oh yeah yeah, and yeah. Trauma, like, trauma soup yeah trauma soup and then <laughs> like flowers in the attic too oh my gosh what the flowers fuck? in the attic too like, yeah okay the second one yes. i have not seen the second one yes where uh, the girl gets bullied yeah the petals in the wind some or? shit like that oh <laughs> my one gosh. Of the, like the younger i had one, to watch that because like fucked. i it's fucked. Yeah. Well, the I younger like, one like gets bullied in school, and the bullies like put her in a closet, oh like in an in an attic. They lock her in there, and, and she like, like has like the same like a time frame episode. as like as like Matilda and stuff. There was a lot of weird like child torture like movies. 
Yeah. Well, the Flowers in the Attic was made recently. Well, yeah. There's the 80s version, and then um, oh, I've Lifetime only, I've did, 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 oh, did three of them. Yeah. Okay. The I've only seen the 80s version. Oh, no. There's there's more. So there's, I'm thinking like that 80s, like. No, that would okay. be cool. No, there's the one with that Don, Sally Draper. Sally Draper stars. Oh, the my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah. I know yeah, what I'm doing then, this weekend. Then the other, yeah, the other sister was like, why don't you want to fuck me? Like, that's literally like. Oh my One gosh! The, yeah, the younger sister is I'm sick. Okay. I, you know, I just, I, I just. We're very all. Much, I think this movie. Like, I very much enjoy that we're not talking about this. I think movie. we're actively not talking about the movie because I, I feel like y'all do not want to talk about this movie at all. I don't like or what. What the thing too that like people and I mean it's just because of like how people treat me as like a fat person and I'm even like apprehensive to identify as that and that's a whole thing, mm-hmm. but like. Um, you know, people view you like when you're fat, like you have no self-control, you never work out, you never eat right, you never this and that. Like, it's really hard. And like, even to like going to the doctor's office, like I have to really be very, like very dire sick because anytime I complain about something like, oh, this and that, like there's like oh well you're fat you need to lose 50 like what the fuck and even like one of my friends um you know chris burns he's like big and he he said like he when he was in high school he was like oh i have like problems with my knees and like like all like ignored him and shrugged it off and then like finally one doctor listened to him and he had a tumor oh my and god like, that's like the shit that you deal with so then seeing this movie and seeing like there's and there's like like she eats a large large um, milkshake and then fries and pizza right and, like, she takes like a big ass slice of cake and has no self-control and all that stuff like it's super hard to watch because that's really what people think of fat people like that you never exercise and you never this and you never that and it's it's really hard yeah yeah because like the whole movie is just like these like really fucking toxic stereotypes and it's like we're gonna have it's like the movie's pretending that it's trying to disprove those because it's like, no, look at what a cool person she is. But instead, it's also like confirming all. Of, it's like it's very weird because it's, like, it's, on a, the one it's hand, like doing both. And it's like right. you can't like do both. On like, the one you, hand, it's like characterizing her as a, a as a cool, interesting, like chill, funny person. But it's also just like it's it's almost just like, oh, but she eats like it was almost like. They I felt like they felt uncomfortable just letting her be cool. Like they I, had I to keep so like mocking her. Like I think so too. I think they the like did because then it would just show how then much it wouldn't of be a comedy, an asshole right? that Jack Black is. It would still, still be a comedy. It I would think still so. be a, it would still be a comedy because I mean the plot itself is fun. Like the plot itself is a comedy plot. I won't say that it's funny, but like it's it's like it's a comedy premise. We don't actually need her to be eating a bunch. Like it could just be the the setup where it's like, okay, you know, magically you're less shallow. Okay, then you go meet an amazing woman. Fine, and she can just be amazing. She doesn't have to. There doesn't yeah. have to be anything wrong. Like with the her. chair shit is like. Yeah, I mean, that's like, like the most of the jokes though. Like we're chair chairs breaking and the pool splash. And all this shit, and it's like... Well, the thing about the Ferrelli brothers, like, I've watched a bunch of their stuff. What um, else did they make besides uh, Green Book? There's something about Mary. Oh, jeez. Um, stuck on You, Me, Myself, and Irene. Which, which one's is Stuck on You? Stuck on You is, like, I think it's, like, Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon 
our conjoined twins. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, and me, myself, and Irene is like Jim Carrey has multiple personalities, yeah. and he's in love with Renee Zellweger. But he also has black sons. There's there's a there's a thread in this movie where they'll just like put because in in um there's something about Mary. Her stepdad is black and played by Keith David, and it <laughs> it doesn't. It like doesn't have like to we need to have a black person. I think that they, but we won't really give them like. I think a that they just want to have like some 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 people of color. Like like in this one, we get a Hawaiian person. Like I feel like it's just like we have to have one <sighs> one person of a different race in each one. Well, right. Think like, that it's movie of the year, right? Best movie twenty eighteen. Green Book is. Green Book. Oh God. You know, I'm going to the Toronto International Film Festival this year, and I went last year, and when everybody was going to see Green Book, I was just like, no, thank you. <laughs> and I, <everybody> still, <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I saw it because I got paid to see it and review it. I Otherwise, feel like that would not. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't want to give my money to this. So Yeah, I mean, uh, I honestly wish I got paid that much for every review. Like, the green, my green book review, I got paid more than like any review that I've ever written, and it just makes me feel like that's the bar for me reviewing a movie like that again. Yeah, yeah it should be. Yeah. Um, but what did I, you think of Green Book, real quick? Um, <laughs> we're like anything but shallow. Out. I Please. thought it was. I thought Green Book was very. Um, I thought it's it. <laughs> You don't want to talk it's about not, Green Book. It's not a mean movie, but it's a very stupid movie. Like, it's just, like, actively stupid. Like, everything about it is incredibly stupid. There's really nothing. And it's very much like a, it's like a black and Italian man. So it's like, the joke is, is that the Italian man is more, like, down than the black man. And so it's like, because I'm, like, working class Italian, and you're rich, so you're not even, like, Really, really in touch black. with your yeah. people, and there's a there's a a scene that scarred me for life where uh, the Italian man makes the black man eat chicken, eat, eat fried chicken. Yes, Jesus I, Christ, I I I, I, I've, I heard of that scene. It's yeah, it's a scene. I feel like that was like that was definitely it, on Twitter. It was a very rough like, scene because well, because the as soon as I watched it, I was like. I immediately need to talk about this. Yeah, we talked about that. I remember. Yeah, the fried chicken is the fried chicken. That's is, so because they go uh, to they go to Kentucky and why? then Viggo Mortensen's like, we have to have Kentucky fried chicken from Kentucky, and then like <laughs> Mahershal is like, oh, I do not, I do not eat this, I do not, and then like Vigo makes him eat it, and then he's just like, I don't even have any utensils <laughs> it's so yeah like i feel like yeah i feel like the frelly brothers just keep trying to like tackle subjects that need a lot of nuance well, and they don't have the fucking range well i feel like they like, come they like come from they a place of empathy but they just they come don't from a place of empathy but it's like so ignorant and so like it's so it's like it's like they can conceptualize empathy, but they can't. They don't really have it in like an active, like the ability to like try to actually see from someone else's perspective. Like a real you empathetic know? person would ask a fat person or a black person, like get consultants or this and that, yeah. and like, Be like really yeah. try to keep the like. Like, what do you think of this, or what would you want to say? Like, yeah, 
But this is like, this is just them being like, huh, well, we know that this perspective is wrong, like the perspective of Jack Black in the beginning of the movie. So let's figure out a way to communicate why it's wrong to people. But like the way that they communicate it is like, it's not worth it. It's just like a bunch of insults. It's kind of like, it's it's kind of like when the bully, like, you have you ever like bad education or like any movie where it's like the bully who's like beat the shit out of the kid for being gay at the end is like secretly gay and it's yeah. like showing you and it's like yeah but you know what we didn't need like that's not an four, excuse or, like 14 episodes of you being we didn't homophobic need to just like watch this kid get hate crime so that this other guy could apologize later like yeah like and that's all these fucking movies yeah, like this this movie, like they, I think they really thought that they were like gonna open eyes, and that's like very painful. Well, we should probably like the tonal, s- the tonal, like, um, yeah, the tonal confusion. I mean, so so Jack Black meets uh, Tony Robbins in the elevator, and then Tony Robbins puts this, puts the spell on Jack Black. Yes. Um, and then he meets Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, by seeing her walking on the sidewalk and, and then, then immediately deciding his getting out of the car. to pull over and follow her into an underwear store, which no, never, no. This first of all, this is just like blatant harassment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then he goes into the store and she's looking at underwear and the movie, you know, does this thing the whole time where it's like, here's Gwyneth Paltrow. But here's what she really looks like. She's bigger. Oh, my gosh. And so she has the underwear. And, and he comes up to this woman that he's never met. Yeah. And he makes a comment about the underwear. And he's like, like the size of the underwear. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like you like you need you a new buy parachute. A and she's like, excuse me. And he's like, oh, I'm just surprised to see a woman like you with those. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, you're an asshole. Um, yeah. And then he just like puts his foot in it more. But then he like somehow makes it better by just being like oh no i think you're beautiful do you want to go like get some food well it's weird because she's confused by it the entire time but she's kind of like well no that's not weird i totally understand that she's just like (laughs) she's like i have no idea what's happening but i want to see where this goes which i feel like is a very real (laughs) response i do understand like writing out a situation that's weird because you're like curious because you're just like actually what is happening but this guy, but but a man following you into an underwear store and harassing no, you, I just cannot much. see that. Um, yeah, Jordan, Jordan's you're like, like mm-hmm. no, I'm into it. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I mean, I'm just saying, I just, you know, you did not, you didn't know me before, Kyle. I was kind of out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was kind of out there just doing whatever. I'm just glad you're safe. Just like running into strangers, you know, I, I was a very open person. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what I'll say. No, I'm so you. glad that you're safe. <laughs> you're like, hey, if a guy followed if a guy followed me into an underwear store, I would not Hell necessarily no. turn him down. I like I just I'm answering the question honestly. I, I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate your honesty and I'm glad that you're you're with Kyle and not Jack Black. <laughs> not Jack Black's character in this not movie. Not Jack Black's character. I mean Jack Black mm, maybe a little old. Um you know, maybe a little generational gap, but I would still hit. Yo, what? I would still hit. He's no Vincent D'Onofrio, is all I saw. 
I mean, it's true. That's true. Vincent D'Onofrio. That's. I mean, yeah, he could also get it. That is a man. I feel like I need to name a man now. I'm like, do I have to name a man now? (laughs) You can, you can name a man since we're obviously not going to talk about this. For some reason, I can't think about a man. Like, like I can't name one right now. Okay, it's okay. You don't have to feel any pressure to name a man. I just, I just have like a Rolodex of men that. I always named Gabriel Garcia Bernal. Yeah. Because I have a crush on him. Gabriel Garcia oh, Bernal. Okay, okay. Now, now I understand your Diego type a little Luna bit. What's my type? Too. <laughs> I want to hear your type. Your type is like, is like kind of like skinny and artsy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it seems yeah, like. Yeah, I guess we, we love. That is pretty consistent. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's all good. I mean, what else is there to say about this movie? So <laughs> I mean, we nothing, have to yeah. fill a whole episode. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know what else. We, I'm like really so, struggling. So like, yeah. So he. <laughs> I'm really struggling. So they they um they hit it off, and then there's like the montage thing that happens. You know, mm-hmm. where like we see scenes, we see snippets, we see montage. And this is this goes back to like what we were talking about, how the movie won't let her just be cool. Like yeah. they'll be connecting, they'll be having a good time. She'll be like really funny. Like she's the only one who actually ever says things that are actually clever in this movie. She yeah, she's um like she'll roast him a little bit or just yeah. like, you know, make a joke. So they'll they'll be like having a good conversation about her time in the Peace Corps mm. or um I don't know, just bullshit that they both like. And then the movie will like drop some bullshit like have her chair break or I'm trying or to think force them to both order like 18 things, I, you know? Okay. I'm trying to think, I think I can, I think I can name most of the things that she orders in this movie. Cause like on their first date, she orders a double pizza burger, chili fries and a large chocolate milkshake. And then um, when they go to the park, she orders a beer and nachos and then when she go when they go to uh, the lake something. trip, she yeah, orders she cool. she orders chips and dip. Um, and then um, when he gets his promotion, she takes a really like a third of the cake, like a lot of that cake, and and just eats it with her hands. Just eats it with her hands, and like they like they offer her a plate, and she will not take it. And yeah, I think that that's. All of the big orders that she does in the movie. Oh, that when they were in the I nice restaurant, she had the casino clams, and oh. like all this shit, she was eating it. Oh yeah, mm. dang! I'm kind of into all the food she eats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but she would also eat veg. I don't know, like eat vegetables and eat all this. I don't know. Yeah, no, totally. And like, it's like they fall for each other and. Like, there will be moments where, like, they're connecting, and then he, like, goes super hard on, like, you're so beautiful, you're so hot. Or, like, he'll say something weird about her body, and then this is where the plot kind of gets in the middle because he says something that's, like, implying that she's super thin, and then she's like, dude, shut up. And it's very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because, like, it doesn't really matter what body she has. The amount that he comments on it is very, like... Yeah, you know, like he's his, very, it's, he's it's, very it into feels, talking about her body. Yeah, over and like over and I mean, obviously, again. like if you're dating someone, like they're gonna compliment you. You know, that's yeah, cool. But, you're gonna, but the way know, that he does t- it feels it? very yeah. creepy. Yeah. You know, and so and then be, the w- things he says are very like fat shamey in the sense of like, oh well, you're thin, don't worry. And she's like, what are you talking about? But then she's just like, okay, whatever. This guy's into me. You know. Um, yeah, but then she's like, I know, like. The the also thing that like is disturbing about it is like if you're fat, like no one's into you, like 
You ne- what? Which I'm like actually shocked that they even gave her an ex boyfriend, because like the way that they made it seem was like she's never been in love. She's never. She doesn't know what to do with those kind of compliments. And I'm like, I'm yeah. not saying it's easy to date as a big person. Like, but I'm. J- but at the same time, they make it seem like no one's ever interested to, in you, right. and you don't know what it's like to have yeah. any attention. And that's not really true either. Totally. And like. And like at like. In scenes where they're in public and like another dude says something weird to Jack Black, it's also just like, yes, dudes can be trash, but I don't like. Are they really doing that all people the time? Like that's like people generally people aren't interested in other people's. Like they care about someone else's relationship on that level. Like yeah. a few people being shitty is one thing, but like it's like everywhere they go, everyone's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a very like. It's weird because it's a comedy that's supposed to show us how terrible men are, but I think it comes from, it seems like a very insecure movie. It's like, here here we are, men, we're terrible, we're completely incapable of doing anything right, we need, like, random men to show up in the elevator and tell us what to do. It just seems like this idea that it's almost like the Ferrelli brothers are worried that men would not learn this lesson. Without I mean, like this, this being told it over and over and over. Like again. this movie feels like a like an, a manifesto on how a lot of men weren't taught, like weren't emotional, like taught about feelings and connecting with other people deeply emotionally and definitely connecting with women emotionally. Yeah, like they were taught to like keep up a bro code with their bros and like fuck women and that's it. Yeah. Like that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just reminded me of that book Attached where it's like anxious attachment, avoidant attachment and it's just like there are people who like will find something wrong with anyone because they're trying to avoid love because they're like trying not to be vulnerable and then there are people who f- uh, purposefully seek people who um, who they know they won't get or like are are avoiding are pushing them away yeah. because they feel like they don't deserve that and i feel like it almost got like to a point where they could almost talk about it but then they made it about like being about fat jokes and stuff instead of like why are we attracted like what makes wh- what makes these things beautiful and what's not you know yeah, like, yeah. It, if it was about him, like, going for women, quote, out of his league or whatever, like, in there, because he's, like, I'm afraid to actually connect with someone, so I'm just going to go for this woman who's not into me. Yeah. That would be way more interesting yeah. than it making works. it, like, a big body-shaming joke where, like, yeah. And, and, yeah, like, that's another thing, too, is, like, a lot of guys complain, like, oh, women don't like nerds or women. And it's just like, what actually do you have in common with the women that you're talking to? Like, right. don't you want to date somebody who has like, who likes the same shit or not even likes the same shit, but like is somewhat compatible. I don't has, know. Has like, yeah. yeah, is into some of the same stuff as you. Yeah, like this movie definitely is that vibe of like dudes who are like, oh, he's like, oh, this woman dumped me because I'm not attractive enough, but also I only go for the same five women that all my bro friends go for, you know, and I ignore yeah. every other woman. And it's like, okay, so the hypocrisy is, like, pretty intense. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they, they so, so plot twist, I mean, I don't know if it's a twist so much, but it's a, a big factor, is that Gwyneth Paltrow is his boss's daughter. Yeah. Which then it becomes this whole thing about, like people on the outside think that he's just dating her to get a promotion. promotion, but he's not. Like that, it, 
Like it very clearly is not that. It's very clearly, yeah, but it may, I mean, I like I didn't mind that like twist because it like added another layer of like you like like you everybody can't be checking using. his intentions, kind of. Yeah, and it's <coughs> but th- yeah, it's like even if she was pretty, like or quote unquote pretty, right? If if he didn't get a promotion and then ended up fucking the 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 CEO's daughter, like it would still be. It would sus. still be like a big bad thing that he did. Yeah, so. I, I didn't think that twist was. I it, thought that dad talking to him was weird. Yeah, there's like this. Yeah, there's like the scene where, like, they go back to her house for dinner, and of course Jack Black's like, "Oh my gosh, hey, it's my boss," and then they, the boss pulls him aside after they've eaten, and it's basically like, "Hey, I appreciate how ambitious you are, but you know, you can stop pretending you're dating my daughter." And Jack Black's like, "What? I I'm like crazy about her," and he's like, "No, no, no, like." Like I, mean, I know my daughter's ugly. ugly. Yeah, basically the boss is like, obviously you're not into her. I mean, look at her, and it's just like what I haven't been able to carry her since she's two. He's like, yeah, he. The fuck is your problem? Yeah, he literally says I haven't been able to bounce her on my knees since she was two, and it's like, Who well, fucking you, cares. Yeah, like most people, like that's what you bounce people on your knee when they're a baby. That's I don't. What what's your point? <laughs> so that that was like a super weird scene, and the only. The only redeeming part of that scene is that Jack Black basically tells the dad off for being yeah. an asshole. It's actually it's actually really nice. Yeah, he's just like she's like actually really beautiful and awesome, and, and I don't know what you're talking about because you're yeah yeah be- because you project all this weird shit onto her. Yeah, which I mean he that does, was cool, yeah. especially yeah. considering that like she's kind of built very similar to her mom, so it's really weird that yeah. he would talk about her like yeah, that. No, it, like, it yeah, no, it it feels kind of like this like there's a double. There's like a double meaning there, you know. Like he's he's uh, expressing a lot of different feelings about both his wife and his daughter that are all shitty. And the thing is, like, all of these guys are ugly. Yeah, that's the other thing. And like, <laughs> all of them, Jack Black, ugly. Jason Alexander, ugly. Like all the men that are talking the most shit. I'm watching Jordan laugh while while you. <laughs> it's true. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I don't think that they're ugly. I mean, in the movie, sure, like. I mean, if they got like, um, what's those fucking brothers that did every movie in the 90s, the twins? The one that was in Heartbreaker with Mariah Carey, the music video. If they got like a, tr- he was in Tomcats. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. Uh, okay, let me look, let me look this up. Tomcats? I, I know. don't even, I've never twins even Mariah seen Carey. that. Um. Anyway, if they got like a hot guy who was shallow, but I guess that wouldn't make make the movie interesting. Well, this movie kind of reminds me of um, a Neil LeBoot play that came out like a couple years after, and he's also a person that has been called out by me too, which I'm very happy about because he made the bad Wicker Man, and I will never forget. With jo- um, ni- uh, um, Nicholas Cage, Cage. Yes. that was bad. He punched like five people in the face. I thought that was great. <laughs> Okay. I love the best of Wicker Man um, YouTube clips, but but the original Wicker Man is so much better. But um, yeah, there's a play mm-hmm. that Neil Laboot did called Laboots Laboots. I don't know. Um, called oh, wow, called Fat Pig, which is about a man who is with like a bigger woman, and he essentially sabotages the relationship because he doesn't like because he gets self conscious about the way 
that other guys are talking about his girlfriend. And in the production that I saw oh, of yeah, Fat yeah, Pig, yeah. it was interesting because the main because the main character was a chubby dude. And he was a chubby dude that spent an entire play talking about how he was uncomfortable with having like a larger girlfriend. And it seemed like it was basically lifted from this movie, but it seemed like it was trying to do it a little bit better. I still hate the play. Um, but yeah, it's a little it still bit sounds more obnoxious. It's, but it's really, it's really obnoxious. But I think that that I is feel where like that comes from. Like I feel like this idea of this guy who is really shallow to women in a way that he's not to himself. You know, like he's not holding himself to the same standards he's holding women to on a on a looks thing. Like that could be called out without making all these shitty jokes about the women. Yeah. Like it could just be punching at him. Yeah. But this movie like does it through but all these fat jokes. And I think, I think it's like you said, Jordan, I think it's like the Ferrelli brothers thought that they were expressing empathy, but it's just, they don't really know how to do that. <laughs> they're too empathetic to their point of view. Yeah. Like right? they're, like they're they really empathetic to, to like guy the guy they trying are to that change. Guy. Yeah. And it's like, Okay, you don't want to be cruel to him. You could still not be cruel to her then. Like yeah. there's got it there's a way, you know. Mm. Um so yeah, I mean they they like fall for each other and then like Jason Alexander is such a toxic dude in this and he's like so upset by the fact that Jack Black is in Gwyneth Paltrow. Like he is just like Well, it seems like he's like very jealous that his friend he's is jealous in that a his friend's happy. Yeah. yeah. He just like but doesn't he's, like, get it. He's manifesting like manifesting it in a very He's basically toxic like we're way. supposed to be hitting on hot chicks together. What happens? We're supposed to be like striking out and then going home and then masturbating and then calling each other as well. Yeah, we're yeah, to be doing. absolutely. Jeez. But, like, the thing is that Jack Black still fucks with him. Like, he doesn't be, like, no, like, because if, that would have also been an interesting moment of, like, you fucking ruined for this for me. I don't want to talk to, like, he should have been avoiding Jason Alexander instead. Of, I mean, obviously, like, there has to be a break or whatever, and, like, but you know what I mean? Like, he should have been, like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You ruined this for me. Instead, yeah. he was, like, with him the whole time. And then Jason's like, oh, you're right. I guess I did. And it's like, no, what is he, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's super weird because, like, Jason Alexander ends up finding, like, running into Tony Robbins and then, like, tells Tony Robbins. He's like, dude, like, you know, uh, Jack Black ran into you. And ever since then, he's been, like, dating this woman. And, like, it's crazy because she's, like, a bigger woman. And, like, and, and, and Tony Robbins is like, yeah, so... Um, again, super weird that Tony Robbins is supposed to be like the male okay, feminist yeah, of this person. movie or whatever. Um, but uh, he, Tony Robbins is like, yeah, like I, I gave him the ability to see what people are really like on the inside. So whoever he's falling for, he's really connecting to. And Jason Alexander's just like angry. and He's like, no, you don't get it. This is messed up. And he basically talks Tony Robbins into giving him like the spell. I mean, it's basically just the sentence he has to say to Shallow Hal. Yeah, the to safe get word. Him, it's a safe word, yeah, to get Shallow Hal back to being shallow. Um, and so then Jason Alexander calls Jack Black while Jack Black is on a date with Gwyneth Paltrow, which, of course, in this date, this is the second time in the movie where they make one of her chairs break. So he's actually... It was like a bench this time. It was it's an a whole bench. bench. It was like a booth. It's so... And, and like, so Jack Black goes... And, like, yeah, he gets a call from Jason Alexander and 
shallow hal wants a gal or something like yeah, that yeah something like that and then it's like and then and then he like and then he realizes um that the uh the hostess is trans and he's all like shocked and like he starts seeing people like the way that they just look like on the outside and he doesn't recognize the hostess is amazing tiffany yeah, she's I great. Really, I really loved tiffany very stylish Loved the eye, like the way that she did the eye makeup. I would love a tutorial from her because I'm terrible. Yeah, but at that's eye the thing, right? It's like, you know, either you're ugly, you know, like you're pretty on the inside, so you look like a nice thin white woman, you know? Like there's yeah, no that's like, like the yeah, it's very it's like everybody looks like a, hero, um, hero, a cis white heteronormative. Lady. Yeah, it's like one woman cloned with different hair colors. Like that's like what all the people look like on the inside. It's like a bunch of Gwyneth Paltrow's, basically. Um, and, yeah, he doesn't recognize Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, he just sees the back of her sitting and is like, what's going on? And he's, like, freaking out. And then Jason Alexander runs in and, like, covers Jack Black's math- mouth and, like, takes him outside and is like, I'm doing this for you. I'm going to tell you everything that happened. Um, and Jack Black doesn't believe him. And they like go back to his apartment, and poor Gwyneth Paltrow's just there. She's just in the restaurant, stuck just a nice check. woman, just stuck with a check because this messy well, asshole. Rich, but yeah, and then yeah, and then like she tries to come check on him, and he puts what does he put in his eyes? Do you guys remember? They just like pull some. They just pull a bunch of stuff from the. It's medicine like very cabinet. shenanigans. Like it's very hard to see. Like oh no, I have like Crisco. I have like Vaseline in my eyes. I'm so sorry. I'm sick. Uh, my eyes are burning. And then he just doesn't call her for days. Yeah. And he doesn't believe, it's like he doesn't believe Jason Alexander, but he also does at the same time. Like, he's like, you're crazy. But he's also like, well, why would you take that from me? I really loved her. Yeah. But it's also like, it's also like he's getting called out by it because he he doesn't go to see her. He's like, oh, she's awesome. But also I am shallow. I can't talk about this. I'm like so dead. I'm like, so. I'm like, what are they trying to do? I can't believe people still give them money. What I know is this? it's such a mess. But it, yeah, but like, I guess that was the hard part too because, like, I mean, in Shrill, they really, uh, they really like depict this. But it's like when you get ghosted, you know, especially like, y- you know. Uh, it takes a for me personally. It took me a long time to not internalize when men ghost me and like not look back at it. like oh it's because I'm ugly it's because I'm fat it's because of all this stuff, like that was the part that like traumatized me was like it's like confirming all this shit that like I had worked years on to unlearn. I mean not that this not that this movie is gonna change my life and ruin it, but like it's like <laughs> my like, my like, worst. Being on your podcast did ruin my life. No 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 no. <laughs> but like but that's what like was upsetting about it. Is is like it's taking this thing that like you you know all this thing that i had to really work hard to unlearn of like when a guy goes you know what i mean it's yeah, still no totally, like totally when a guy goes it's not about me or how i look it's about him right and his yeah. shit but like the way that they framed it in this movie of like he finally got a real look at her and stuff is like it, it's hard it's hard to watch and then it's yeah. hard to it's hard to swallow that like as an entertainer and know like how hard it is, how hard I have to work to get my shit up there. And then to know that like these guys for years have like been making movies and given second, third, fifth chances. It's just hard. No, totally. And yeah, I was thinking about like shrill 
while watching this and how like glad I was that Shrill exists. I mean, I was glad before rewatching this movie, but just like just being like, oh my gosh, the fact that just like in two thousand one there was like no like answer to this that was like produced and it's not because there weren't women trying to make it it's because the gatekeepers didn't want to let them you know it took 18 years though yeah and like what about the people who like you know yeah yeah uh what's her what's her face i'm uh she was in wine country paula pell Pell. she was trying to make um a show about being a fat woman a long time ago um and lauren michaels didn't give her the green light i'm never gonna get hired by him because i keep name dropping him (laughs) i mean you know, uh, <laughs> fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, but, uh, uh, I mean, you know, and of course, he doesn't He doesn't listen to this podcast. No, so it's I fine. Mean, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's he going to do? But, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like there are a lot of intense feelings. I'm sorry that I don't have them. I think I just, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm dead inside. <laughs> it's possible. I don't think you're dead inside because I know you saw feelings. I think that you, like, I mean, you write about movies and we do this podcast. Like, you're, I feel like you're swimming in media and, like, sometimes you have strong feelings and sometimes you don't. And that's normal because you can't emotionally, like, always be, like, angry or sad or happy. Like, you're going to, sometimes you just have to, like, watch something. I mean, like, I don't know. I've been struggling with my weight my entire life, but I just don't have... I just don't have the energy to be mad about this movie. I just mostly just thought, well, that was a long time ago. This shit has nothing to do with me. I, you know, it's a generally how I feel about it. Cause I just, I just don't have the energy to be mad about. It. I don't have the energy to be like, why are men so stupid? Cause I mean, this is a movie from 2001. Not that they've gotten any better. Cause they haven't. Um, the Duff is a great example of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god and um what was the other one um the show on netflix um uh, you know what i'm talking insatiable. about insatiable yes insatiable. I, I tried to watch one episode and it was so bad i turned it off after 20 and minutes. also there are the shows that could have been the things that could have been that never happened like there's a show on freeform um called huge that was actually like really interesting um that was kind of like at like a weight loss camp and it had like a lot of really interesting characters and that show never really made it. No one even remembers that it exists. I didn't know about it. I didn't watch it. Um, and you know, is there like one season? Yeah, there's like one season of it. Okay. And it was like really, it was really I mean, freeform stuff is generally like very thoughtful and good. Yeah. I've uh, watched sometimes it's too much. <laughs> the secret life of teens. Like, I don't know. Oh, the secret life of American teenager. That, that's 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 I've never that, seen that. I consider that an ABC family property. That's a very Christian property. That's yeah, they had like I don't know. I mean, I get it's a thing, but they were they had a, too many scenes with the brother with Down syndrome talking about fucking. Well, it was that, like a lot. And I mean, it's important, you know, but I'm like ABC Family. I that was know. created by the creator of Seventh Heaven, so it was yeah. supposed. It was a Christian show, and it was created I from Christian a very Christian white perspective. Um. Yeah. I watch those kinds of shows if um, a friend died or I'm going through a breakup. It's a very weird thing. Like, I watched all of Switched at Birth during one of my worst breakups. Oh, you <laughs> think Switched you, at you Birth is Christian? Christ- it's Christian? not Christian, but it's, it's in the it's, neighborhood. It is, it's it, in the neighborhood. I like, I like Switched it's at Birth, like, though. It's like Christian that smokes a blunt, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, really watch I watched Pretty Little Liars. 
I, I haven't watched Pretty Little Liars. I, I saw yeah. up until season four, and then I was like, this shit is wild. I couldn't, because it, it premiered at around the same time that I was starting to get irritated with Gossip Girl, and I was just like, there oh, was just I, like I too didn't much watch thematic. I, I didn't watch Gossip Girl at all. Well, I think that that's why, because if you watch Gossip Girl trying to watch Pretty Little Liars afterward, it's just like, you're just trying to be Gossip Girl. Like, I don't no, have I mean, this. I love the mystery thing. I haven't the watched either of these. I feel like. Uh, oh my God, we should watch Gossip like Girl together. Oh my God, <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> Am that I gonna love it? It's no, but oh. it's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna I be like fun for me. That's the thing. Like I'm, you know, it's our 100th episode of the show. Cheers. I like bad movies, so it's very hard for me to get angry. Like I feel like the last time I got really mad was like Leap Year, and I can't even explain why Leap Year made me so angry. Oh yeah, we were really mad during that one, both and of I us. can't remember why. <laughs> I know we've been mad at episodes since, but I don't know. I don't think the anger really matches the anger from Leap Year. I feel like we were really fucking. Yeah, we pissed. really hated that movie. <laughs> but for this, I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've had so many guy friends that have gone on this journey, and I've been privy to it, and I've just had to been like, oh wow, this seems really hard. Like you're learning. It seems real difficult. They're like, wait, women have feelings. It's, it's wild. I could connect with them. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I mean, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> such a basic fucking like it's, it's just such a, it's such a basic it's just fucking thing. it's just like there's so much nuance that was lost and so much horrible like so many horrible tropes that were just like used as punchlines, well, and it's it's like 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 you said this earlier, Millie. Like it's just not enough for the payoff. Like yeah, the payoff. If you can even call enough. it payoff. How long have we been talking? <laughs> Fifty. Like almost five an hour. Minutes. Yeah, almost an hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are we keeping this in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Our I'm, I'm, episode I'm is trained. hella meta. Oh, we're definitely keeping this in. I mean, you know, <laughs> I feel bad because I, for some reason, in somewhere in my lizard brain, I thought that this would be fun. Uh, I was, and I was somehow wrong. But no, I think it's fun. fun I think it's fun. I'm just like, I'm drained, <laughs> and like, I don't. I don't consume movies like this, like, often. So, like, it, you know, I wish I could just, like, laugh it off and stuff, but this is just, like, me sharing my, um, of like, of my, my thing of, like, no, this brought that. up a lot of stuff for me. And, yeah. like, that's why I had, like, this thing. I'm like, oh, come on. And, like, I'm also happy that, like, we're move we have moved past that as a society, but just knowing that, like, so many people... uh consume this and like internalize this right is hard, is hard like even if they know process. some of it's messed up like they still don't really know how messed up or yeah. like know how to unpack it i do think it's really good that like we're just more people are able to actually make stuff and like yeah <laughs> just also just like more women <laughs> are making yeah, stuff for sure for sure <laughs> like um yeah i don't know if there's actually a an antidote to this. Oh, right. Like, what should we recommend? Yeah. Shrill. Sure. Uh, yeah. 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 Shrill is like the perfect, like, opposite. Shrill. Sure. Like, what do you mean? Like, a cute, like, ro- rom com? I feel like Shrill works because there is still, like, el- there are still elements of romance in it. Yeah. 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 Shrill's I mean, great. honestly, getting rid of a shitty, like, hookup dude, that's romantic to me. You <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't really get rid of him. You know, no, but... Yeah. I, I wish you would. Yeah, we all wish you would. Hopefully season that's two. That's everybody's friend, though. 
Oh yeah. Everyone's friend fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, with the guys. Uh, I'm trying to think of another like, I mean, is real women have curves? Is that a rom com? Not I've really. I've never seen it. I haven't seen oh, it either. Really? Yeah. Really? That's America Ferrera, it's not, right? Yeah, it's not a rom. It's more like it's exactly like Lady Bird, but she's Mexican and, and bigger. Okay. Um, oh, that I really, cute. I really recommend it because basically she's ashamed of her body. Yeah. And she gets with this guy, and he's like, "I love your body," and then they have se- and she loses her virginity. To that him. sounds great. And he falls in love with her, and she like. I mean, I'm spoiling it, but it's been out since 2001. It's okay. So. No, it's okay. But we, basically, we spoil she, stuff. I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah, she like she's like, no, I can't be with you. I'm gonna go to Columbia, like Columbia University, and then leaves him, and then yeah, like yeah, that's like a good. That made me feel like oh, okay. like that sounds like really nice. Like it's a romantic. I mean, Maybe it's not really it's a rom. It's more like Lady Bird in that she's like finding herself. She hates her like mom. A little stuff. more drama with yeah. some romance than romantic comedy. But, but the that's ro- the romantic comedy stuff is a ca- it's a palate cleanser to all the like shitty like yeah. parent that stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of. I'm like trying to see if I they know another one. No, that sounds. I no, feel like I Shrill and, and real, real women, women have, have curves. curves. That, that sounds. Why like we do that in unison? Yeah. Yeah, y'all sound like podcasters. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, that sounds that sounds great to me. That sounds amazing. Sorry, my tattoo started itching. I got a new tattoo. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I feel very I feel very butch, mm. which I love that about myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm butch at heart. Butch at heart. That'll be your next <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thank you so much, yeah, Millie, for, yes. for having me. Okay, so. you should tell people where to follow you online yes. or anything you want to plug. Yes. Um, I am. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Millie Tamarez, uh M I L O Y T A M A R E Z. Um, Twitter and then on Instagram, Millie on Fire, and with the four instead of an F, M I L O Y O N four I R E. Um, you can check out my show at Union Hall on October seventh. Uh, the life, the Steve Harvey Lifetime Achievement Awards, and um, yeah. And follow Flex Mag, which is my satire magazine. Yes, Flex Mag is really funny. Millie's really funny. Thank you. We like appreciate everyone who listened to this episode. Thank you. A hundred episodes. One hundred. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. amazing. That's why you're Do dead you know inside. You've read out. Movies wa- yeah. We watch? You've watched a hundred of these things. This is my first one, and I'm like dying. I'm like, how do y'all do this? I have so much respect for y'all. Thank you Thank so much you. for having me. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. <laughs> Um, I've been Broadway Isaac. I've been Jordan Searles. Bye. 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 Yeah. Back it up, back it up. Let's go this drug. Yeah. Back it up.